of the human race, I wandered over to the side of the new atomic pile to see where the man had fallen into the turbine. They had the construction area fenced off with barbed wire, and a security guard stopped me. Hold it, buddy. You can't go in there. That's a restricted area. Oh, uh, I'm uh, Samson Gurney from the statistical section. Here's my identification. I'm sorry, Mr. Gurney. Nobody's allowed in the area. I see. Uh, tell me, was he um, killed instantly? Like that. This guy was checking a magnetic field inside the turbine. All of a sudden, for no reason at all, a turbine starts up. Bzzz, and it's over. Three days ago, a bulldozer starts up by itself and runs wild. Go figure it out. I'm a statistician. All my life I've been interested in statistics... So a simple-sounding thing like this started me off. I went back to the office that evening instead of going home, and for the next two and a half hours, I computed statistical figures on the probability of industrial accidents for the types of machines we were using. I took one look at my figures and went down to Hawk's office. Oh, what is it, Gurney? I'm very busy. It's urgent, Mr. Hawk. Well? It's about these industrial accidents we're having, Mr. Hawk. What about them? Mr. Hawk, in the past three months, industrial accidents all over the country have taken a sharp, unexplained upswing. Nerves. We've had a 100% increase over normal for this project alone. What? Here are the figures. Uh, oh, now, Gurney, this is impossible. It seems to be, and that's why I have a theory, sir. What's that? Sabotage. Gurney, why don't you stop playing FBI man and stick to your job? Which, incidentally, you haven't been doing too well. You and your computing machine have made mistakes before, and this fantastic figure is probably another. I'll have Miss Roscoe show you. What's the matter with this blasted buzzer? Miss Roscoe! Miss Roscoe! Yes, sir? Uh, stop this blasted buzzer. Get a repairman, a mechanic, anything, but stop the thing. And you, Gurney, get out! <laughs> I went back to my office to get my hat and coat, feeling about as unhappy and humiliated as a man can feel. The office was dark and deserted. The whole building seemed oppressive and unnatural, as if some evil force were pressing down on it. I walked across to my desk. In front of me, the ENIAC glowed and chattered eerily as it worked on the equations we had fed it that morning. Its many-fingered circuits hung against the wall like some great octopus, and the thousands of tubes glowed orange and blue in the dark like a thousand globing eyes staring at me. It almost seemed alive. It increased its tempo a moment, and a fleeting notion crossed my brain that it was laughing at me. Laughing like all the others. What was the matter with me? I shut my desk drawer and began to put the cover on my electric typewriter when an amazing thing, the most amazing single incident of my life happened. Alone in the darkness with no one at the keyboard, the electric typewriter began to type. Am I going crazy? This 
can't be. There's nobody there. There's nobody there. Oh, no, no. I, I just imagined it. It's in my mind. But I hadn't imagined it. The paper was there on the carriage. Did I dare read it? Or would the whole thing suddenly vanish and send me shrieking to the nearest psychiatrist? I removed the paper from the machine and read. Samson Gurney, there are some questions better left unsolved. The answer to yours is death. Gurney, do you expect me to believe this? It's insane. Mr. Hawk, I'm as sane as you. I'll submit to any psychiatric examination you choose. That typewriter wrote this message.